Welcome, everybody, to the AP Podcast. Today, we have Will with us. Uh, welcome, my man. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be good. Will is a, um, a fitness professional that I have not brought on AP Podcast um, in any realm. Usually, it's about fitness and the nutrition side of things. And yes, he's very, very knowledgeable in that aspect. But Will is different because he actually works with um, corporate professionals, business owners, uh, people like that, right, Will? Yeah, you got it, man. Yeah, so he really focuses on. We've been talking off the off the air. We've been talking about the psychological factors in trying to maintain a healthy lifestyle, weight loss, performance for their job, and just their life in general. Um, so I'm really excited today to get into um, his thoughts on structuring things, your days. If you're really busy, you have no time at all. You are constantly trying to delegate your time um, as efficiently as possible. So um, first off, I want to like get some background information for the listeners and viewers. Will, what in the heck got you into fitness? What, <laughs> Dude, that's a great question. Um, yeah, in terms of fitness in general, to be honest, I've, I've always kind of been into it. I've always been into really progressing myself, both physically and mentally in, in all areas that I can. And I struggled with confidence a lot growing up as a kid, um, especially, especially in elementary school, going into high school. And that was something I wanted to fix, man. So I really dived in deep my, my last few years in, in high school into all things fitness, nutrition, a um, little bit of personal development here and there as well, just to really, like I said, evolve myself, both, both physically and mentally and, and help really change things for me. And to be honest, man, it did. It did. Like I, I had an awesome girlfriend in grade 12. Like I was, I was more popular, like I was more outgoing um, because I was, I was doing things and I was staying true to me and I was doing things that felt good for me. And I, I developed kind of a plan of action for myself to continually improve, continually get better. And I got addicted to it, man. I got addicted to that feeling and that, and that overall progression. So just like I'm sure you can relate to as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, ever since then, like I've been so into it. Um, but to be honest, I, I never thought it could be a career. I never thought it could something I can do full time like I'm doing now. So it was always just something I was doing after work. It was always something I was kind of doing on the side, like I'd help train my buddies or whoever it may be um, on the side. And so after high school, man, went to, uh, went to university. Um, it was a five-year program. It was a program that I actually worked my ass off to get into. A hundred people in all of North America got into this environmental business program. And, um, and I got in and I was super stoked on it because because it was, uh, it was like a prestigious program and only a few people got in and worked my ass off for five years in college um, and got like co-op placements. So like you do work placements and things like that. And it was funny because throughout all my co-op placements, basically every time I got one, I realized what I didn't want to do. <laughs> because I didn't want to, I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. Like it was good for working for four months or whatever it is. But every time I got a job, like a, a, an office job or whatever it is, it was good for the time being, but I realized that's not what I wanted to do. So over time, like throughout the five years in school, I started like mentally shifting things a little bit, understanding the direction that I wanted, different things that I wanted out of life. And, and honestly, more so what I didn't want. Like, I, honestly, I don't really use anything that I went to school five years for. Um, if I'm being brutally honest, I'm not even kidding. Um, but with that being said, with that being said, man, um, I'm almost thankful for it because I'd rather realize it now than 10, 20, 
30, 40 years down the road. So, I mean, I, I don't regret it. Um, but yeah, kind of a long story, but after school, I, uh, I got a, I got a good job, exactly what I went to school for. Um, and it was a contract position for six months up here in Canada at a, at a government office called Environment Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a great job, classic cubicle nine to five type deal. Um, but paid well, had benefits, good structure. Um, and it's, it was essentially exactly what I wanted for what I went to school for, what I was trained for. My path was set. Honestly, man, my path was set. My parents were happy. Exactly. Everyone was happy. Everyone in my life was like, oh yeah, you're going to make it. And then I, and then I quit, man. Yeah. And I quit. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I quit, man. Because I, I knew, I knew so early, honestly, I knew since day one, but I just knew that this wasn't for me. This wasn't what I wanted to do. This isn't, although it was good work, like it's not like I hated it or anything like that, but I just knew it wasn't the impact I wanted to have. What I wanted to be known for. So, so I transitioned. I transitioned. Actually, while I was working there, I started a blog, started Instagram, started, uh, started training people online. It, this is early days too. This is like 2014, 2015, before this was really a thing. And trying to figure it out, trying to figure out how to get clients, uh, create a sustainable business and, and a sustainable brand and impact I wanted to have. And slowly but surely, it was definitely a struggle at first, but um, I was able to transition fully over to what I'm doing now, man. And, uh, and I've never looked back. So <laughs> that's kind of the, uh, the journey. <laughs> that's awesome. No, I love it because I feel like I can relate to you in some aspects of that. Um, sure. to, uh, the prestigious schooling and everything like that. Congratulations on that, by the way. That's really, yeah, I've heard some stuff about that and that's crazy. You got into it and went through it and I'm sure you learned a lot, but like you said, um, you don't use really any of it and it's funny. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. (laughs) And that's exactly what I learned after graduating college and stuff like that is you have the baseline principles of like the terminology, maybe, you know, like that kind of stuff. But as you get deeper into trying to work with clients, yeah. whatever you're doing, this yeah. is what we're going to go into. But it's like you have the tools, but the tools can't be made or can't be used if the person doesn't know how to use the tools. Sure. So, sure. Um, so yeah, Absolutely. I want you to go into that. Like you work with, like I said, you can kind of give some more demographic range of what you work with, but um, you've been sustaining your online business for a while now. And you have a lot of clientele, you have a lot of followers, he has a lot of great content guys. And I want you to kind of go into like what niche you're in and then how is it different than every other niche uh, as you see, I guess. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, So in terms of health and fitness, I actually do two things. So I I, I train um, busy corporate professionals and I'll get into that in a second, but I also help um, budding health and fitness entrepreneurs kind of make that transition from the gym or from just struggling in their nine to five to, to fully create their, their dream, their impact and their income online. So, so I've kind of been transitioning into a little bit more of that recently. Um, but more, more into my, uh, my health and fitness niche, 
Um, yeah, it's busy corporate professionals. That's kind of been my thing because actually to kind of bring this full circle while I was working at Environment Canada, um, I was helping people in the office. I was helping people like busy moms, busy dads who had that, that busy corporate professional life, man. They had to get their kids to hockey practice after work. They had to cook a dinner really quick and then finish up a couple emails and then go to bed, man. Like that's, that's so many people. That's like 70% of the population right there is people who live that kind of lifestyle. So um, so that was kind of my niche. Those are the people I, I identified with because I knew exactly their problems, the pains, the issues, because I worked with them every day. And, and I was one of them, minus the family and the kids. So, so that's kind of the niche that I went into. I kind of dabbled in all kinds of stuff, but, but that was the niche that I went into once I got clear on what exactly it was I had to offer. Um, and yeah, to kind of build off what you just said, Austin, in, in terms of it's good to have the tools, it's good to have the strategy, but if the person can't implement it, then it's, it's honestly useless. Um, dude, I, c I couldn't agree with that more. I think you nailed the, nailed the, uh, the nail on the head there. Um, it's, it's so true though, because I mean, you can have all the information you want. I mean, even you, you could give your client the absolute best program in the world. It could be perfectly programmed to the calorie, to the macro of the absolute perfect program. But if they can't implement that, it's shit. Like it, it sucks. Like honestly, like I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm just yeah, saying no, like I you agree. have to adapt. Yeah, man. Yeah. You have to adapt to your client. You have to understand what exactly it is that they want, what exactly they need. Um, and how they can implement it, man, because you can, you can have a range of clients. You can have someone who's going to implement everything you say and someone who's not because lifestyle factors are totally different, right? So you're going to need to, as a coach, like what we do, um, what I think separates a good coach from a bad coach is a bad coach is someone who's just set in their ways. It's cookie cutter. They just, they just send people like all these programs that they just tweak slightly for every single person. And that's it. There's no interaction. There's no accountability. And there's a lot of that out there. That's why when I meet people like you, when I meet good people in the industry, I want to connect. I want to help in any way I can. Um, I want to help you grow. I want to provide value any way I can. Cause I, I want to promote more good coaches out there. Um, a good coach will meet someone where they are. They'll meet someone where they are. They'll say, okay, this is where you're currently at. That's fine. I'm going to adapt a program around where you currently are and outline the step-by-step -step process to get to where you want to go. Like honestly, man, as a coach, what we do is we're not personal trainers. We're coaches. We're coaches. There's a difference. So, so basically what we're doing is we're walking the transitional bridge with this client, with where they currently are to where they want to go. We're walking that bridge with them and then we're dropping them off at their destination. If they want to continue coaching, they can, but that's, yeah. that's our job as a coach. We're not, we're not counting sets and reps in the gym like personal trainers do where we're making sure all the lifestyle factors and, and implementations are, are aligned for that ideal type of client to get them to where they want to go, man. So, so yeah, that's, that's kind of my, my philosophy behind it and really going deep really going deep into a lot of those factors to make sure that um, you don't leave anything up to chance and you can just, you can just really help someone transform into who they want to become man. because that's what it is. I mean, everybody's chasing a feeling like you, it, I know everybody wants to burn fat and build muscle and things like that, which is great. Everybody wants that. Um, but it's more the feeling you want. It's the confidence that comes with it. It's the yeah. freedom that comes with it. It's the different decisions that you're going to make because you look and feel a certain way. That's what you really want. And that's what we provide. So yeah. Yeah, no, that's what I call I, in every single application or phone call or anything for people wanting coaching help, is I call it their why, right? It's like, yeah. 
most people say I want to lose 20, 15, 20 pounds, whatever it is. But ultimately that's just the number. But in reality, our goal is to go out on the beach and feel confident about yourself or go to the social event with your husband and, and feel confident about yourself or, you know, go out and being able to have confidence in hiking the Grand Canyon or, or you know, all those sorts of things, they relate a, a number, but in actuality, it's a feeling and it's an emotion of your current state and just sustaining that feeling. Um, that's the new life. That's that bridge to the new lifestyle what you're talking about. And so I couldn't agree more. Um, and I, yeah, cookie cutter stuff out there. And I think that we we're kind of talking, but like we, you just said, like the nutrition, I can give the best program. It doesn't matter if that person's not going to follow it. So some people love sticking to the bro stuff of like six meals a day and then the, the normal foods and just like, give me what I got to do. I'll prep it. Then just during the week, I don't have to think about it. Some people like, mm -hmm. I, I have kids like you were talking about. I have kids. Uh, my husband doesn't like these foods, so I have to. I don't want to cook three different meals for everybody. How do I even do that stuff? You know, and <laughs> uh, and keeping it realistic. So that's the I want to go into with you is for the people out there in your niche of your or who you've worked with. Um, what are some good tips to start out here? So if you don't have a coach, we'll say you have a family, a couple kids, husband, or if you're the husband, you have a wife. Um, and when you get up in the morning, obviously everything is just, especially during school and all that stuff, um, you got to get the kids ready. You got to get ready for work. All this stuff is going on. How do you have them prepare for the week? Say if it's the weekend, how do you have them prepare for the week nutritionally, um, for their exercise? Do you have them go try and go to the gym? Do you not have them go to the gym? Um, how do you have them prepare for um, scheduling stuff? How do you have them, you know, really get ready to actually being able to commit themselves to that goal? Because obviously commitment is the num commitment and consistency are the number one thing. But how do you get them to that point without overwhelming them? Is that yeah, man. Yeah, no, I totally understand. Um, one of the biggest things, and I think it's pretty specific to the client, to be honest, in, in terms of like gym and nutrition and meals and all that stuff, because everyone's a little bit different that way. Um, but in terms of planning your week and planning your days, dude, that's huge. That's one of the biggest things that I focus on in my programs. And honestly, like if it's so cliche, but if you fail to plan, you're like you're setting yourself up with for failure, man. Like for sure, it's it's something that you need you need to focus on. So every Sunday I have like Sunday is when I do my, my Sunday check-in emails anyway with all my clients. Um, but one of the biggest things that I want them to do is get clear on their goals for the week. Like what exactly is it that you want to accomplish that this week? So identify five main things. These are like five of the big goals. So once we have that, then we're going to reverse engineer from there into what exactly you have to do day by day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for that following week to achieve those five or four or three, whatever it is, main goals that you just set out on that previous Sunday. So we really like honestly just reverse engineer like our little micro goals to get to our big macro goal, man. And it's it's so key. And especially for my niche might be different for, for all kinds of different people, the biggest things I say is you have to find your magic time. And what I define magic time as is it's that, that time before your kids get up, before your husband or wife gets up, whatever it may be. Um, or it could even be at night. It could be when everyone goes to bed, whatever. Um, it's time you have to yourself. It's time you have to yourself. And it's so hard for families, moms, dads, busy corporate professionals, whoever it is. But 
you need to have at least some sort of magic time every single day, man. It's so key. And you don't have to meditate. You don't have to journal. You don't have to do like a specific modality, but you do need like at least five to 10 minutes to yourself just to kind of think, just to kind of get clear, create that space for you. So I, I have all my clients create that space for themselves um, and focus on their most important tasks for that day and, and really make sure that you make measurable progress on where exactly you want to go, what exactly it is that you want to achieve and, and really make sure that we take those necessary steps on that journey to, to get to that big end goal for the week. So really breaking down your week like that um, is, is something that's so key because you're right, man. And especially with my type of clients, as soon as you wake up, you're, you're thinking about work. You're thinking about the bills you have to pay, breakfast for the kids. Maybe, maybe if you have time, you're going to do a quick workout, but you're pressed for time. And you, you have all this stuff going through your head. And what I want you to do is I want, you to, I want you to not even think about that. I want you to think about, okay, how am I feeling right now? Like what exactly is it I have to do throughout the day to make this a success rather than being in lack, being in, in chaos and panic mode? I want you to reverse that and be in proactive mode so that those are some kind of things that I focus on just to really make sure that you win the week man and especially with coaching you know this you break down each week with your client once you uh once you program and and you guys sign up with each other so really making sure that that you win those weeks with your clients is so key and that's why weekly check-ins are so important too to really make sure that you can tweak and adjust going forward and see what works see what didn't work and and just kind of go from there Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I, I agree. And I think that um, weekly check-ins are by far the most important thing for my annual aspect of like being able to have or being able to help them, being able to help because mm-hmm. obviously like we've been talking about, we got to make sure that what's working is working and what's not working and needs to be changed. Um, right. So it sounds though like you're using some goal setting tactics. Um, can you kind of elaborate of maybe how you go about planning those goals, how big, how specific, you know, you can call it back from college, the smart goals or whatever you want to call it. But how do you actually go into setting goals um, for your clients or helping them understand what, how they should be setting goals, if that makes sense? Yeah, man. Um, so like one of the biggest things that I focus on, I'm just going to adjust this here. One of the biggest things that I focus on with my clients is something that I call the trifecta protocol. So what the trifecta protocol is, is focusing on three main things, especially for goal setting. Like, honestly, it doesn't matter what your goal is. If it's fat loss, muscle gain, like, uh, performing better in your career, performing better in your relationships, whatever it is, if you can get these three things right and align it with your goals, I firmly, firmly believe that you can achieve anything, anything you want. So, so this is what I call the trifecta protocol. And basically it's this, if you can align your mindset, your habits and your environment with what it is exactly that you want to achieve, dude, I guarantee you, you'll get there. I guarantee it. You'll get there, but it's hard. I mean, it's easy in theory. It's easy. It's easy for me just to say, but it's hard in, in implementation and, and practical real life stuff. So what I mean by that stuff is Number one, mindset. How can you align your mindset with what exactly it is that you want to achieve? So how can you start telling yourself stories that will serve you versus hold you back? I mean, so many people, and especially a lot of, a lot of people who sign on with me first, they, they have stories that they tell themselves all day and every day. Like, I'm not good enough. I look fat in this. I don't have enough money. Uh, I don't have enough time. Um, I'm tired. I'm stressed. They're telling themselves these stories in their head all day, every day. So my job as a coach 
is to reverse that, is to break them out of that and really make sure that they start telling them things that, that serve them and help them get them to where they want to go. Like, I look good. I feel good. I'm going to accomplish that. I'm making measurable progress in X, in Y, whatever it may be. So switching that self-talk and having those positive affirmations, oh, dude, they're game, like that alone, that alone is game changing. Like everything else is secondary. So dude, that's so key. And then number two, your habits. I mean, those daily decisions that you make every single day, that that's what determines where you are right now. Like as you're listening to this podcast, as the listeners are listening, where you're currently at in life right now is based off all the little habits that you've done, all the little decisions, all those little things that you think are insignificant. They're not, they're not that that's why you are where you are today, good or bad or neutral, whatever it is. So what I work with on my clients is really identifying what those keystone habits are that's going to make some measurable progress and make sure that we align them in the direction that we want them to go. Because a lot of times people are incongruent with their actions and their goals. They'll say they want one thing, but they're doing the other. They're, they're not taking actionable steps on what they want. So, so I'll make sure that we get that aligned and their environment. Uh, and a lot of people say, Will, what do you mean by environment? I mean by your external environment, who are you hanging out with? What's on your phone? What kind of podcast? What kind of books? What kind of, what does your room look like? Your kitchen look like? Is it dirty? Is it clean? Are there cookies and muffins everywhere on your counter? Easily accessible. That's your environment. And your environment, the invisible hand that shapes your behavior, shapes your choices. So, so if you want to make sure you start making better choices, making better habits, you need to tweak your environment slightly to make sure that those good choices are just optimal. So, so those are the three things that I focus on to really make sure that we get aligned with my client's goals. Um, and dude, if we can effectively do that, and in most cases we can, then they'll get there. Like it's, it's honestly almost a guarantee if you're able to align those three main things. So kind of to apply this to us and what we do in health and fitness coaching, just like, just like how we started this podcast. Sure. If you can create a good program, that's great. But if they can't like apply the trifecta protocol or whatever your version of it is to really apply it effectively, then then it doesn't mean anything, man. And to be honest, I learned this a hard way. I learned this a hard way when I first got into this uh, online coaching, all this stuff, because I would spend all kinds of time on, on amazing programs and, and just send it out and think like my job is done. But really, your job's just starting. Your job's just starting. So it's uh, so that's kind of my view on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's, I've never heard of the actual trifecta, but it's exactly... Um, how I, yeah, I made it up. <laughs> well, he patented that thing. <laughs> no, it's exactly. And I've like really read into now some like neuroscience and stuff with like people have created their own personality traits that they're locked into because yeah. something happens, you have a, a refractory period of just like you have put that label on yourself. And then over time you create those habits and you keep implementing, doing the same thing over and over and over again then it actually becomes you like you are becoming that. And so essentially it sounds like what Will is saying is, is you really need to like us as coaches in this program that you're getting into is unlocking you to, instead of having a weak mind control your body and make those habits and then keep you in the vicious cycle. You are on unlo- that magic time. seems like it's really, mm-hmm. it's unlocking. So your body can actually, control your mind and you can actually have a different perspective in changing your habits and in all those things you're changing your personality through like he said your environment um the day that you're doing 
and a trifecta. I love it. So um, I couldn't agree more. And I think that uh, the biggest thing when I talk to people about is take a second and ask yourself, like, feel how you are actually feeling. Like, think about what you're actually thinking about instead of like always million miles an hour thinking about the next thing I have to do, like sit down and think about, okay, is this positive or negative? Go from there with it. But it's easier said than done, like we said, and you probably have some tactics of how you go about uh, probing them or like interrogating them to make them think about it. Um, but I think that's awesome. And so with that, um, how, how do you do that? How do you have them start realizing that they are in that mindset and what are some things do you have questionnaire or not questionnaires, but like sheets, workshops or weekly things that they ask themselves and then start transitioning that mindset. Cause obviously for everybody listening, this is not going to happen in a week. It's not going to happen in a month. Probably this is going to be practicing and try to be perfect practice to develop it over the whole entire program, whether it's 12 weeks, six months, a year, two years, five years, whatever it is, however deep your pain is to dig out that hole it's going to be different for everybody, but how do you kind of go about that? Will? yeah, man. Um, yeah, you're speaking my language, man. I, I definitely resonate with that. You need, especially for my clients, having affirmations is so key. So, so important, man. Having some sort of phrase, some sort of word that you know will help you kind of snap out of a, an event or situation or thinking pattern that has you thinking poorly or stuck in some sort of vicious cycle where you're not really having any forward momentum at all is, is something that's so key. And that's what I focus on because like I said at the beginning of this podcast, so many people get stuck in this perpetual cycle of, of just motion. Like they're just doing things. They're just listening to podcasts or reading books. Like they're reading different diets, different training programs, and they might get this job, might get that job, which is all cool. You need a little bit of that, but there's no real action. There's, there's no real implementation on what they're learning. And to be honest, I get stuck in that cycle too all the time. There's so much information out there today. I mean, it's so easy to get stuck in the YouTube black hole or, or BuzzFeed or Huffington Post, whatever it is, just reading random articles. And that's one of the biggest things, having some sort of keystone habit or, or um, affirmation or, or phrase or statement that you tell yourself to help you break out of it is key. So I, I think it's pretty specific to everyone in terms of different affirmations and things like that. But I do think you should have some sort of morning routine where you can implement that, where you can set your intentions for the day. Um, and just really make sure that you have those systems in place to make measurable progress, man, on what you want. Because like I said, like life is short. So many people just go through it, just going through the day to day, the next day, the next day, the next day. And they don't really have that thing that can center them, that, that thing or system that really makes it, um, makes it something that they can be themselves. They can do something that's true to them. And that's so key. So that's why I'll implement like some sort of affirmations with my clients. Um, there, there are kind of two ways to go about it. Number one, it can be helping move you forward something like, um, helping you think better about yourself, helping you increase confidence, increase, um, your money mindset. A lot of people have poor money mindsets or, or whatever it is in that realm, or it can also help you overcome something that's limiting you. So if you want to, um, if you have some sort of mental block that you know is limiting you and, and your goals, your aspirations or whatever it is, having, having affirmations that will help you remove those blocks, remove those barriers that you have in your own mind, um, is so key. I, dude, I actually, 
I got, you can't really see this, but I have a tattoo right here. Huh? It's uh, it's three triangles and it's Austin and I are on a zoom call for all the listeners in case you don't know. Um, and it's, it's three triangles. And the first triangle is for create first triangles for create second tri triangles for uh, explore and the third is transcend and those are those are three words that I live by every single day so and I look at it every single day because I friggin tattooed it to my body so <laughs> number one <laughs> so number one create man like if I can create uh, a video a piece of content or income or or a feeling if I can create a feeling in in you or or a follower or my girlfriend or my sister or my mom or whatever it is if I can create that feeling or create that video or, or that blog post, or whatever it is, if I can do something like that every single day, that's a day well lived. If I explore something, if I can explore something within myself, if I can explore this podcast with you or go out in a walk in my backyard or drive or my, my cooking skills, whatever, if I can explore some area of my life, that's also a day well lived. And if I can transcend my barriers, if I can become more, if I can expand and grow in some sort of way, dude, if I get those three things every single day that's that's a life well lived that's a life i want to live that's that's a that's my ideal day so that's that's why i got that it's kind of like that's my that's my centering piece that's my system my my affirmation that i i freaking live by man it's it's my thing so so having that for someone i'm not saying you all have to get tattoos but but what i am saying is have have some sort of have some sort of thing that centers you have some sort of affirmation that will help you get back on track when when you feel you're falling off so i i think that that's so important austin so important yeah no yeah the purpose having the person's finding out what their purpose is and i guess this is kind of like a well or not a, a really um interesting thing to me is it sounds like it's almost like um self-awareness of what you are your purpose is or what's making you happy your happiness actually sitting down and saying what is that centering piece that's going to make me fulfilled for the rest of my life and it sounds like you have found that and that's awesome i have some things that also and that's why i'm in this i guess profession is just because of the feeling that i get from uh, results of people and how it's transformed their lives because I don't think there's a better feeling that you get from helping somebody else go from really really miserable to you know conquering the world and you never know what they can accomplish after they've done that so that's kind of what I kind of feel you there and I I think that was very well said I've never heard anybody say it like that so that's pretty dope um, <laughs> Thanks, but, man. yeah but I guess um, I'll go into this a little bit how do you have somebody how do you have somebody sit down and have that process to find that centering piece. I mean, some people it's going to be going out for me. One of them probably, you know, like a hobby or something that centers you would be for me like fishing. You know what I mean? Yep. Something yep. like that. Quiet by myself fishing. But I like that. Yeah. For, for, for other people, how do you have them? Cause I know people that their centering piece is the New York city. You know what I mean? Like just the yeah. big crazy craziness. That's what they, they live off of. And so, um, do you have a certain way that you have people find that centering piece so they can always go back to? Um, yeah, go ahead with that. Yeah, man. So I read, I read a pretty transformative book a couple of years ago and I'm actually rereading it right now. It's called breaking the habit of being yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I don't know if you've heard of it, but I, I would check that out. It's, uh, That's that, right. honestly stuff earlier today. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm See, there you go. That mocking your mind. Yeah. A hundred percent like that. That will answer your question right there. And 
a lot of the key tactics that I got from that book, I kind of developed into my own specific plan to help my clients with what exactly you just said, because so often, and I'm actually helping one, one of my, uh, my most high VIP clients with it right now is, is really finding their purpose, really finding something that they can connect to, um, to, to find meaning in their work, to find meaning in, in their relationships again, or, or, their career, like whatever it may be, their training too. Like you do need meaning with that. And a lot of times, like even just like for training, for example, like why do you go to the gym? Like, honestly, what's the point? What the heck is the point of lifting weights? Like you need to have that. You need, you need to have some sort of point. You need to have some sort of system and, and thing that will center you. That that's a, a compelling of enough. Why you need something that will pull you rather than push you. And that's the difference between motivation and, and habits, man. Like habits keep you going. Habits keep you sustainable and, and something that will just really keep you on the right track for the long term is motivation. I mean, anybody can watch a video. Anybody can listen to this podcast, get pumped up for five minutes, but it's not going to last. It's, it's fleeting. It's a, it's a limiting resource. So, so in order to combat that, man, you need a purpose. Like you, you need something you're continually striving for. You're continually working towards and something that you know is going to be a journey. You know, it's, you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to come across roadblocks because that's guaranteed. That's one thing I can guarantee you. I can't guarantee that you're going to reach your goal, but I can guarantee that you're going to come across challenges along the way. Um, but if you have a compelling enough, why compelling enough vision and, and purpose, then you'll power through it, man. You'll find a way you'll find a way. Cause there honestly always is a way you just need to find it. Like for anything, for financial reasons, like for, um, health and fitness, for anything, like there is a way to get to your end result. It's probably not going to be the way you thought. It's probably not going to be the way you mapped out, but there is a way. Like I promise you, you just need to look for it. And so many people don't look for it. And that's, that's what, that's the difference between people who, who really see their goals and people who don't. It's the, the reticulating activating system in their brain. I mean, you, you look for what, like you see more of what you're looking for. I mean, if you're like just a stupid example, if you're looking for a new car and you're just like researching it all the time, all of a sudden you're going to start seeing it on the road more because you're looking for it. It was always there. It was always there. But now that you're conscious of it, now that you're aware of it, now you're, you're, you're all of a sudden seeing it more, but it was always there. Same thing goes with your goals. Same thing goes with creating more income or whatever it may be. There's the ways were always there. You're just now looking for it. Now you're opening yourself up to that, to that potential and that purpose. Um, so this is kind of a long winded answer of me saying what you need to do is you need to really find what's true to you. Like what's like, for example, on this podcast right now, like I'm getting to know you in this podcast, but if I wanted to know your purpose, I wanted to know your why I'd want to know like what's true to Austin. Like who is Austin? Like what makes you, you. And once I figure that out, then we can start working towards your purpose. I, and because I find so many people try to skip that step and they put the, they put the horse before the cart and they think that, um, they think that I can just like figure out some sort of goal, figure out some sort of purpose. And they don't do, they don't do that deep work on themselves. And, and I think that's so important to do first. And that's why I take a mindset approach and the things to training nutrition and, and just really doing that deep work first. Um, because then everything else stems from that stems from that, your purpose, your why, like you can, you can figure that out by doing that deep work, getting to know, know yourself, how you react, how, what your thought process is in key situations. Um, so I, I think doing that deep work on yourself first and, and figuring out what makes you tick and figuring out really 
what's true to you is massively going to help you in, in that avenue and in that area for sure. Yeah, man, I just, you are definitely speaking my language too. I love it. I love it because, um, there's a couple things that I want to bring up from that piece you just said. So the first one was that motivation. You can watch any video, you know, you can listen to anybody and get real pumped up and have all of these thoughts, all these ideas, all these motives, but it doesn't mean shit unless you put into action. Like action is the key to that point. And it's awesome. If you get motivated, especially in the podcast right now, if you're starting to, to start resonating with us and realizing, Oh, Hey, that makes sense. That's happening to me. I can do this too. And starting to transform. That's awesome. But like he said, there's a difference between motivation and habit and to start creating that habit. What is that linking piece? The action part of the consistency of it. And so, um, with that, the other piece I was hearing in there is, um, uh, who, what I call, I heard this speech and I believe it's not hundred percent correct, but it's when I grow up, what do you want to be? A teacher kept asking that, or, or people started asking this, this girl this, and then her teacher would ask her, when you grow up, who do you want to be? And it's such a huge impactful change in meaning of those two words, because with us, with fitness professionally professionals, like what do they want to accomplish? What I told you about earlier at their why it's, what do you want to accomplish? I want to lose 20 pounds. Well, why do you want to accomplish that? what is the real purpose behind that? And it's going to keep you going with it. And so I think that's one of the hardest things to understand is what is that makes you tick. But if you just have some motivation right now and you are really worked up and you're like thinking all these things that I can do or I should be doing, you need to put them into action and go try them out, try out as many things as possible. So you figure it out. What is that ticking thing? Cause I didn't figure it out. I'm honestly, I didn't even figure it out until my second semester when I was a junior in college and I was doing this, I was an engineer before this. I was an engineering major before this math mm. science. I was so good at math and science. I got to my halfway through my junior year taking the hardest classes I've ever taken. And, yeah. and there was not one job offering or one thing that really I give a shit about. You know what I mean? Like yeah. nothing yeah. that I, I was chasing that money at first because I thought I'm a first graduate or first generation uh, college student in my family. Yeah, yeah. I want to pursue something and make a financially stable income. Yeah. But yeah. I got halfway through that, or more than halfway, and all of a sudden it was like I was helping people on the side doing this nutrition and their exercise, and the feeling that it gave me from their results and like them coming to me and saying how thankful they were. I finally had to put all of that aside of the what I thought was correct and try something new. And I changed everything. I changed my whole entire major. I dropped all the math science. I went straight into just exercise science and figuring out now this, the psychology piece of how do I help people? How do I become the best coach I can for them? But anyways, kind of going on a soapbox here, but I feel, no, like, it's so awesome, important. I feel like it's so important though, because um, people are scared, right? People are scared to transition that and like, I think I might like this, but I don't know. And I'm scared to try it. So I'm just going to stay where I am. It's like, mm -hmm. you only live, like you said, we only live once. And especially in today's world now, how connected it is. If you meet one person, you sit down and have a conversation like I am with you right now, that could change your whole entire life. Oh, and for sure. You know what I mean? So anyways, 
Um, I just thought that was, I just had to put that in there because it really resonated with me on that, what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I love it, man. I love it. And like, just to build off that, man, I, th- I think you're so right. That last point that you just said really resonated with me too. Like any moment can change your life. And dude, I have the, I have the same story as you just like a different circumstance, like halfway through my university career, like I subconsciously, I knew this isn't really what I wanted. This is what I wanted to do. And it was, it was listening to pot. Like I was listening to like Lewis houses podcast and like a bunch of other people way back in the day when I, when I was early in university and like, their thought processes and like the guests they were having on and things like that. Like they were starting to change things for me. They were starting to change how I viewed the world and dude, the exact same thing for me. Why did I go to university? Why did I go to that program was because I wanted the good paying job after I wanted the security of, of having the benefits and all that stuff that I was conditioned to, to believe was a good life by my parents, by my environment at that time. And, and it was all this, the, like just seeing what was possible out there in today's day and age helped change things for me into doing what I'm doing now. And like, dude, I haven't even scratched the surface in terms of what I want to do yet and the impact that I want to make. But, um, it was, it was that mindset shift that, that really, really changed things for me, man. And it's, and it's, it's happening more and more now. Like I, I think we're just seeing the early days of it. I think it's going to be so transformative now. I think people, I think people are going to barely go to university, like unless you want to be a doctor or like an engineer, like whatever it may be where you have to go. Um, because man, I think, and, and there's just so much more opportunity now, man. Like e- even now you, you can go to any town and there's so much more like little food startups, like little coffee shops and stuff like that, that like have just started up because everybody's so entrepreneurial, like minded now. And, and everybody's just taking that action step. They're taking that first step to go after what they love because because I think of the day and age we're living in because it's so social now, everyone's so connected and people are, are documenting the process. People are, are showing everyone what's possible if you actually take that step. And it's, it, it's motivating people to, to go after their own thing, to go after their own truth. Um, and I think we're just seeing it like slowly now. I think it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and I think the world's only going to be a better place, man, because of it. Because if more people are doing things that they love and they're passionate about, I mean, only, only good things can come from that, man. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. 100% is that the mindset now has shifted. And what I really hope for, what we're here for is, I know you're going into mentorship too now with um, business and stuff like that. But from a fitness standpoint, um, the same principles apply in my opinion, like with, uh, with your financial wealth, the same principles <laughs> apply for your mindset, for your well-being, your internal health. Right. Yeah. Well, um, I guess a lot of people now, like obviously the obesity rate, the diabetes and overweight and everything is increased, um, over the century. Um, but I think that if this mindset, these principles are putting into play and we don't get, we get a hold of mental health, because of social media and stuff, sometimes you could start to change your reality. If that makes sense, I don't know. But yeah. um, but if we can do that, like with people, what I'm trying to do is bring this back to that trifecta. What you're talking about before is mm-hmm. um, that mindset of creating those habits and putting yourself in the environment. You do have that choice. You do have that choice. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Do have that choice, and there's going to be your whole life is about different stimuli. A stimulus is going to happen every new one every single day. And you have that choice. Uh, mentor of mine, Cliff Wilson. I don't know if you know who that is. 
Um, but he, you know, was saying the other day and it just hit home with me. Life is about stimuli and you have the choice of how you're going to respond to it. Mm, it I be, like that. I like that. Well said. Yeah. And it could be the worst thing in the world and you could still choose how you're going to react to it. Um, and that will shorten or lengthen the time that you're going to be down from that bad thing that's happened. Right. Um, so once you are able to bring a hold of that with somebody who is a common client, that is probably a common client with you, um, that we can relate is somebody who's a post-pregnant mom that has a couple kids now. She's wanting to get back in fitness. Um, and she just doesn't know where to start because of whatever's happened in the past and certain things that she's scared about now, not knowing how to go about it. And so I, I think that if they have the confidence, the main thing here is, is if anything you can take from this podcast with me and Will uh, for, our, for, the, for those post-pregnant moms or the, the dads that are trying to – that are getting stuck as well and they don't know how to restart is to know that you can still achieve that goal. Like it's not – that far away mm. in my opinion. It's really not. It's really not. Mm. How long did it take you to get there? How many years? And in reality, it's not even that far away to get back down. Does that make sense? Mm. Oh, dude, it's so true. It's so true. I mean, like, every, everything is so within reach. Even with my business coaching, man, I'll, I'll have people reach out to me, asking me questions, and, and they're so close and they don't even know it. They don't even know it. And basically my job, and it's funny you said that because my job as a business coach and a fitness coach is so similar. Like really all I'm trying to do is shift their identity into becoming the type of person who's able to achieve things they want to achieve. Like that's what I'm doing. It's not so much fitness tactics. It's not so much business tactics. It's developing them and believing new things about themselves so they can achieve X because that's, that's what you need to do in order to get to where you want to go. Like that's, that's the core thing. Sure. We can get into different tactics once we get there. Um, but that's the core thing. And that, that's all I'm doing. And like I was saying, like people will reach out to me and they'll say they need to make X to quit their job or whatever it is and once I say okay honestly all you need to do is this this and this and you could easily get there they would be like oh my god really like that's it I'm like yeah like really it's so close for you you just need like that slight mind mindset shift to really understand what's possible and and just kind of have that that action plan to get from a to b um and it's it's so important and it's so within reach I mean even me um me getting to where I am now it's if I look back on it, yeah, I made a ton of mistakes and I would have, I would have done a few things differently, but it's like, it's so doable. Like if I can do it, anybody can do it. Like it's, it's so, it's so simple in theory. You just need to act. You just need to have that courage to take that first step and, and you can massively change things for yourself if you want to, if you make that decision to get there. So yeah, man, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think this is all really great information to help with the psychological standpoint of achieving goals, getting on track, understanding that you do have a chance. There's always opportunity um, that you can take action on. Um, I know we're kind of probably about 40, 50, I don't know, an hour in now. Um, I kind of want to like wrap that up because um, we can go into other stuff in another podcast with how you go about some tactics with the nutrition fitness. But yeah. honestly, man, like, it was a pleasure like getting in this podcast. Literally, it really resonated with me. So I do appreciate that. Um, I want to ask you though, for all the listeners, before we kind of get off here, 
three things. I know I'm putting you on the spot. Three things with somebody who is in your niche um, or anybody's listening right now. What are the, the top three things to do when you're like, I have no idea how to even start because everybody's telling me this is right, this is right, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. How do you, what are the, the three things that will ground them and to get them started on their fitness journey? Oh, dude, that's, that's a great question. And to be honest, man, that's pretty easy for me to answer. Number one is you need, and this is in order too. Number one is you need to understand where you want to be. So give yourself a time frame. If it's six months, if it's a year, whatever it is, and picture yourself like exactly how you want to look, how you want to feel, how you want to be seen by other people, how you want to perform in your job, whatever it is, set that clear goal. And like, dude, be, be so clear and concise on it. Like write down exactly how it feels, how it looks like get so detailed on it that you can, you can visualize it so easily. You can almost reach out and touch it. And once you get clear on that and you have to do that first, then your second step. So it would be number two is why do you want it? Like what, what's your purpose? Like what is the compelling vision? Why is this so important to you? What's the thing that's really going to push you when things get tough, when challenges arise and which brings me into number three, before you even start your process before you even start your journey, know that it is going to be a journey, that there is going to be challenges, that there is going to be roadblocks and expect them, expect them. Like things are going to pop up. Life is never optimal like there's the lights aren't all green at the exact same time like it doesn't work like that there are stops in between sometimes you have to go right sometimes there's a little bit of a detour so understand that and commit to the long term and if you can do those three things oh man you like you will get there it's just a matter of time it's just a matter of time but if you commit to it and you have those three things in line um then you'll get there you'll achieve what you want you you just need to stay the course i love it perfect yeah. So <laughs> there we go. What I'm going to, boom, drop bombs. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. What I'm going to do is put Will's um, Instagram and, and email and all that kind of stuff in the description box so you guys can reach sure. out to him at any point in time if you are interested in, you know, the tips for fitness and nutrition, but also he's mentoring um, fitness professionals. Like he was saying about how to transition their business or their, their wealth or health in any aspect of life. So mm-hmm. um, other than that, Will, my man, thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast. I know that it was kind of a short uh, scheduling system there, but uh, I'm glad that we got no, you. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, no, man. It was a pleasure, man. You're a great interview, man. This was really good. So I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, no problem. So, all right, guys, other than that, um, I'll put all that stuff in the description box. We'll talk to you guys next time. Awesome.